Welcome to the Pups Abilities Podcast. I am so happy that you're here. I'm Jess, and I'm a dog mom and small business owner on a mission to spread love to animals and make major impact in this world. When I became a dog mom in 2019, my dog Chewy completely changed my life for the better. I've always been passionate about helping animals, but now it has become a huge part of my life mission. This podcast community is for you. If you are an animal lover who wants to come together with like-minded people to share stories, spark conversations, and create some massive changes together. Are you ready to learn with me? Are you ready to laugh and cry with me? Are you ready to spread joy, awareness, and impact with me? If the answer is yes, let's do it. It's time to imagine the pup's abilities and make massive impact together. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Oh my goodness, you guys. The amount of feedback that I've received since the last episode about, you know, this information that I found out about beagles in particular and dogs in general being tested on in laboratories for our products. Um, I received so much feedback from you guys about just a lot of you didn't know about this the same way that I didn't know about it. A lot of you felt a lot of emotions. A lot of you felt very motivated to make changes. I actually had my girl Morgan, Morgan Cohn. She actually um, texted me that morning, literally so early that morning, just being like, oh my God, I listened to your episode already. And then by like noon, she had already changed her deodorant to an animal cruelty-free deodorant which I was so proud of. And it really like moved me a lot. And I really just wanted to let you guys know that because, you know, the last episode was touchy. The last episode was emotional. The last episode was very, you know, it's a topic that it's it's very hard to believe, honestly, um, but it's very real at the same time. And it is something that we absolutely will be diving into way more in the future. Um, but I just wanted to acknowledge it because it was such a such an important episode. And it's just the beginning of a very long journey of exploring this more with you guys, learning more, educating ourselves and, you know, taking action to be better for these animals. And really quick before we get into today's topic for episode 15, I really just wanted to acknowledge that. And I wanted to thank you guys because I was nervous about that episode because, you know, again, like I said, during the episode, I'm not an expert. I don't know everything about it. Um, but it's something that I felt really called to share and to talk about and to, you know, use my voice in the way that I can right now. And I just really appreciate all of you giving me that feedback. And I really appreciate all of you who are jumping on board with me, you know, on this journey to do better by by these animals and to learn and make changes and all of that. And I just, again, just want to thank you all and really just wanted to acknowledge that really quick before we get into today's topic. So with that being said, so episode 15 it's kind of a little bit of a harder topic as well, but it's not as difficult as as the last episode. So during this episode, I want to talk about how we can be kind to dogs this summer. And you will understand why I say that within the next couple minutes as we get into the topics. And being kind to dogs this summer could be, you know, your dog, being kinder to your dog. It could be a friend's dog. If you share, you know, a piece of information that maybe you learned during this episode, you know, if you see something you know, happening that that you feel that you can let them know that this is how you could be kinder to them this summer. You know, just in general, even if you aren't a dog parent, it's just really important information that I think all of us can really benefit from. Um, to some people, what I'm about to talk about definitely might be 
a little bit more like common sense or or like common knowledge to you guys, especially if you have had dogs for many years of your life. But to be honest, these are, you know, certain things that I never really thought about too much in depth until I had Chewy. So I'm going to be talking about three different ways that you could be kinder to your dogs this summer. And with Memorial Day weekend coming up this weekend, it just felt right to have this come out this weekend, um, just before all of you guys might be at barbecues, might be going to the beach, might be out late, all that type of stuff. So the first thing that I want to talk about, about how to be kinder to dogs this summer, whether it's your dog or someone else's dog, might sound so simple. You might be like, Jess, come on, like, why are you even bringing this up? But the reason I'm bringing this up is... My fiance and I definitely failed as dog parents last Memorial Day weekend. And and I say that because we should have known better. We should have done better by Chewy, but we didn't. And that's why, even though this might be common sense, I just want to bring it up in order to just kind of like remind you, um, especially if you are a dog parent and especially if you might end up at a barbecue this Memorial Day weekend or at some point throughout the summer and you're at a barbecue and there's dogs there. It's just something to keep in mind, right? And it is this very simple topic, but very important topic of not feeding your dog too much human food. So Bruno and I, my fiance, Bruno and I, we definitely let Chewy eat dog food here and there. We absolutely do not overfeed him, but we will absolutely give him some like boiled chicken or even some grilled chicken as long as there's no like sauces on it. You know, we do we do let him try human food. We do give him give him human food here and there. But last Memorial Day weekend, it got a little bit out of hand or a lot of bit out of hand, I should say. Um, we had been at. I believe three different barbecues throughout the weekend um, between my family, his family, friends. We had been to three different barbecues and Chewy came with us to each of those barbecues. And we knew that people were giving him like a little bit of like chicken and like stuff like that here and there. We, we knew. So we are not guiltless here. But the problem with barbecues is that sometimes you could end up kind of losing track of who is feeding what to your dog, right? And if, if you're just at the barbecue, you might be one of those people. And I'm not saying that in a mean way. I've, I've definitely given dogs food that, that when they aren't my dog, like I've done that in the past, but I don't do that anymore because of, you know, what we experienced last year. So long story short, we ended up being at three barbecues. We knew that Chewy had had some human food here and there, but I think what it comes down to is we didn't know how much human food he had because people were feeding him not not in a malicious way or a bad way they were doing it purely out of love because they wanted to you know there's a cute dog you're at a barbecue it's a fun day and this cute dog is like looking at you and wants food right wants the food that you're eating but the problem was we didn't know how much he ate so we weren't keeping track of how much he ate and again that is on us as dog parents but you know just the reality is that that we failed here and unfortunately Chewy ended up having to be hospitalized last year so after Memorial Day weekend, we noticed that his that his stomach was a bit backed up. We knew that he was a bit constipated. We knew that, you know, something was up. But Chewy has had like certain digestive things ever since he was a puppy. Like literally he was a few months old and we rushed him to the vet because we were so nervous that something was wrong. And and the vet was literally like, he just has a stomach ache. Like he's just he's constipated like you know, feed him boiled chicken and brown rice like he's going to be fine. And he was. He was fine. So at first we were like, all right, he just has an upset stomach, whatever. 
But then it kept going for days and days and days where he had this upset stomach and he was throwing up, he was pooping, you know, he had diarrhea, he was constipated, like all the things, right? And we were keeping in touch with a vet online because through our pet insurance, we're able to talk to a 24-hour virtual vet. And obviously, virtual vets can't always like give you every piece of information that you want in the moment, right? Obviously, because they're not in person with your dog. They can't like examine and diagnose, you know, through through a phone, through a chat. But they were extremely helpful because there were some really long nights there where Chewy was like waking up with diarrhea like every hour and we were talking to the vet and, and you know, they were asking for, you know, different types of signs, you know, what's going on with him. And at first the vets were like, no, it's fine. Like he just he probably has a um, a, a, an upset stomach. But of course, like they gave us obviously for liability reasons, they're like, you can always go and get him checked out. So we were really taking it moment by moment and just kind of like monitoring his symptoms and, and trying to just deal with it that way while also conversing with this vet online. But then eventually it got to a point where we knew that something was really wrong because we had never seen Chewy like that sick before. It got to the point, you know, a couple days in after Memorial Day weekend had ended that there was, you know, one night that we were up all night with him where he just kept having to go outside to go do, you know, have diarrhea and like all the things. And, you know, little side note, Chewy is not a perfect dog, but there is one thing about him that is like extremely perfect where he literally will not go in the house. Like he will not have accidents in the house. Um, like to the point that there have been like tornado warnings outside and we've put down wee wee pads in our garage, just like, Hey, please just pee on it. So we don't have to go outside and he won't. So we literally were waking up like every hour, taking him outside throughout the night. And then it got to this one morning where he was so weak, he was so sick and he was just laying on the floor and he was just shaking, like shaking. And I'm, I like, I'm getting so sad even thinking about it because it was so sad. It was so horrible. But we knew that he had to go to the vet. At that point, we knew that this wasn't just an upset stomach. We knew that something was wrong. So we brought him to the vet and he ended up having gastritis and possibly some pancreatitis. Um, the vet, you know, couldn't tell us for sure, but that's what she thought. But either way, um, they ended up having to hospitalize him for an entire day. They put IV in him, you know, he got all of his fluids and they monitored him and they sent us home with, you know, a ton of medication and all of this stuff. And thank God Chewie ended up being okay. He ended up being all right. Thank goodness. He ended, you know, literally we, we dropped him off to, to stay at the vet and we got him back later that day. And he was already like completely different. He wasn't fully better yet, but he wasn't like shaking in pain anymore. And that made us really happy. And then with the medicine and, you know, the bland diet that they had us, you know, put him on, it ended up all being okay. But I bring this up because you guys, it, there's a chance that it couldn't have been okay, right? This this is extremely serious. Like, and again, that's why I said at the beginning of this episode that this might seem like common sense, this might seem like common knowledge, but I want this to be a reminder to you all. Again, whether you have a dog or whether you find yourself at barbecues either this weekend or throughout the summer with other dogs, don't just feed them, right? D really, really be careful. You know, first of all, if it's not your dog, ask permission before you do anything, right? And also maybe if you see someone who's overfeeding someone else's dog, maybe say something like in a kind way. You could even bring up this story if you want. Like you can use me as an example of why you shouldn't be doing that. So you can advocate for people's dogs. And if it's not, and if you 
if you do have a dog and you you know you're going to find yourself at barbecues with other people advocate for your dog, right? Um, keep an eye on your dog. You could do this in a kind way by just saying to people, listen, you know, he really, his stomach can't handle too much. Like you have to be able to set your boundaries with other people. And you know, where we failed last summer, where we were just like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. He can have a little bit. We failed in that sense by not advocating for him. And we also failed in the sense that we, we lost track. We lost track of who was feeding him what we, maybe we were in a conversation over there and maybe Chewy was over there with a family member eating something, right? And it ended up becoming something pretty serious. And, you know, not that, you know, when it comes to Chewy's health, I don't care at all about vet bills, but also like keep that in mind, right? Like we ended up having to pay vet bills and, you know, this type of stuff, it's really important. And like I said before, it might be common sense to a lot of people, but it is such a reminder to all of us that even though they're cute and they're looking at you and they want the food that you're eating, like really be careful and respect, you know, that dog's parents wishes and also like spread this information spread this story to people at barbecues you know like literally I don't care if you use my name I don't care because you know yeah is it is it hard for me to think about is it hard for me to talk about this I I, of course like I love Chewy so much I would never want to be the reason that he is hurting but unfortunately last year during Memorial Day weekend like me and my fiance were responsible for for Chewy hurting and for Chewy having this stomach issue and for him having to end up at the vet, right? So please be aware. Please be responsible with your dogs and with other people's dogs on Memorial Day weekend and at any barbecues that you find yourself at this summer because as tempting as it is to just feed them all of the things, all of, you know, the yummy foods that are there. Like, please be careful because I don't want you to experience what we experienced with Chewy especially because it's it, it was so unnecessary, you know, like it was so avoidable. And just just learn from this story, please. Please learn from it and, you know, do better by your dogs and the dogs that you find yourself with throughout the summer. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to take a quick break to give you guys a bit of appreciation from me. So if you have been listening in to this podcast and, you know, you've been really devoted to this community, I just want to give you guys a little bit of extra love this Memorial Day weekend. So I actually am going to be having a 10% site-wide off sale on the website for anybody and everybody with a specific code. But since you guys are listeners of the Pups Abilities podcast, and since you are so devoted to this community, I just wanted to give you guys a little bit extra. I wanted to give you guys a little bit of extra love. So starting today, so if you are listening to this episode on the day that it comes out, May 24th, you can get 20% off site-wide from the Pups Abilities website with the code podcast mdw so that is p o d c a s t mdw will get you 20% off of pupsabilities pupsabilities.com it'll literally be off your entire order and you can use that until May 29th 2023 at 11:59 p.m. Eastern time so definitely go take advantage of that and i just thought this would just be such a fun way for me to just show my appreciation to all of you just for you know tuning into this podcast and being a part of it The next, you know, way that you can be kind to dogs this summer, um, this this is something that I feel like a lot of people actually don't know about. But if you find yourself at the beach with your dog or if you're at the beach and you see a dog doing this, please go say something um, or at least try to just spread this information. But a lot of people don't know this. So 
imagine that like you're at the beach, right? And you're bringing your puppy to the beach. You don't know much about having dogs and they start digging sand and they start eating sand, right? I've seen it on Instagram before. So a dog eating sand can become a life-threatening situation. I don't know like all the scientific reasons behind that, but I do want to mention it during this episode since everyone's going to start going to the beach soon. It is not a cute thing for a dog to be eating sand. It actually can be life-threatening. So um, I know somebody whose dog, they, literally exact, the exact, sa- exact same scenario that I just kind of hypothetically put out, um, they, they got a puppy, brought her to the beach, and she started eating sand. And they noticed like, oh, she, she's starting to look a little weird. And they ended up having to bring her to the vet. And thank God the dog was fine. But the vet said like this could have been really bad. So definitely, you know, please spread this information to people because I, I don't think that it's something that's very well known. But do not let your dog or any other dog eat sand because it it's not a good situation. It's not cute. It is actually extremely dangerous. So on to the third thing. So the third way to be kind to dogs this summer, and we are going to dive more into this in future episodes because it is something that I really care about, but I'm going to save, you know, more details for another episode, but it is this topic of fireworks. Okay, you guys. So I used to love fireworks as much as anybody else. I used to love them. I used to love watching them until I had Chewy. And it was about It had, you know, it was about four years ago, my first summer with Chewy, I had taken him out. My fiance was actually traveling. So I was alone and I took him out at night and I was walking him and all of a sudden a firework went off. Chewy had a full blown panic attack, like full blown panic attack to the point that I could not calm him down. And on top of that, you guys, if I didn't have him on a leash, I would have lost him. So... The firework went off and Chewy completely freaked out and tried sprinting away. And I literally found myself sprinting down the block with him because he was so, so unbelievably scared. So again, I want to go into more details about fireworks in in general and how they negatively affect dogs and a lot of other animals, including animals that live outside and how horrible they really can be to animals. Um, so I just want to bring this up because Chewy is a dog that is really scared of fireworks. I have met dogs that are not scared of fireworks, but Chewy is extremely terrified. So just a few things to think about this summer, you know, especially, you know, this weekend, Memorial Day weekend's coming up, fireworks might happen. If, if you're a new dog parent, maybe you don't really know this as much, but a lot of dogs can be extremely terrified by them. So what we try to do during the summer is we try to bring Chewy out before the sun goes down. Um, cause usually people aren't doing fireworks until the sun goes down. So we, even though that does mean a bit longer of a night of him not, not peeing, um, we really try to take him out right before the sun goes down. And then we get up extra early in the summer to get him out, you know, as, as soon as the sun comes up or, or even earlier sometimes so that he's not going way too long without peeing. But that's just a little tip for you to think about is to absolutely um, put them on, you know, put them on their leash, too. That's really important. You know, during the day, sometimes, you know, Chewie's pretty good by staying near us. Like, we'll let him be off leash, like on our front lawn or our backyard. But during the summer, we really don't as much, especially towards the nighttime. Um, also especially during the summer months with fireworks, always make sure that their collars are on when you bring them outside because I have seen it with Chewy firsthand where he is extremely attached to us to the point that vets have 
like joked around being like he has separation anxiety. He doesn't want to leave you guys like he does not want to leave your side ever. Um, But when it comes to fireworks, I really think that he loses all like concept of reality in a sense. And if he wasn't on a leash, I really believe that he would sprint away from me and my fiance, which is so not in his character, just him as a dog. He's not like that. But when fireworks are around, he becomes so scared that I really believe that he would run away. So first of all, always make sure their collars on. Second of all, try to bring them out, you know, before the sun goes down. Third of all, Always, always, always make sure they're on their leash, especially during the summer. Even if you have a dog that is super well behaved and stays near you, you never know how they're going to react to something like a firework because you got to think to them that is like a threat that that is purely a threat. If they're scared of it, they're viewing it as a threat and all of their logic and their love for you is going to kind of go out the window because they're going to be focused on running away from that scary sound, from those scary lights that are in the sky that aren't usually there, right? You have to think from their perspective. So definitely, you know, keep that in mind. Really be extra aware this summer when it comes to, you know, being at barbecues and your dog eating human food. Be really aware when you go to the beach and make sure that your dogs are not eating sand. If you see someone else's dog eating sand, go over and kindly just let them know like, hey, I recently learned this, that like it could become a really big emergency for them if you let them eat sand. I guarantee you they'll likely appreciate that you did that. I even one time saw a girl from college. She posted on her story that her dog was eating sand and I felt kind of bad reaching out because I didn't want to seem like I was like a know-it-all. But I also really cared, you know, so I actually just sent her a message like, hey, like I just recently learned this, but just so you know, it's really dangerous for them to do that and it could become an emergency. And she literally was like, oh my God, thank you so much for letting me know. So don't feel like shy, like let people know this because it's really not something that a lot of people know. Um, I, you know, most people that I talk to about it, they, they did not know until we spoken about it. So don't be shy. Let people know. We'd rather have a little bit of an uncomfortable moment than, than, you know, a dog ending up dying because they ate sand. Right. And then third, you know, really be careful with these fireworks. Be careful. If you, you know, have a dog be really take to heart everything that I mentioned, Also, another thing that just came to mind is when Chewie gets really upset, even when we're inside when the fireworks are going off, we just blast the TV to like the max volume and we put the fan on to try to drown out all noise. And something that helps him sometimes is we put on like one of his like winter sweaters because it makes him feel a bit safer and we wrap him in blankets and we just stay with him. So we will definitely dive into the firework topic a lot more, I promise you, because it's something that I am extremely passionate about because of how much I have struggled with Chewy with fireworks since he's been a puppy. I hope that this episode was really helpful for you guys, whether you're dog parents or not. I really hope that it was helpful and eye-opening. And also, if you have any other, you know, insights in mind when it comes to this topic of how we could be kinder to dogs throughout the summer, please send me a DM on Instagram, reach out. Like, I would love to explore, you know, anything that came to mind for you because, again, you know, this podcast, it's all about spreading information, learning together, getting these conversations started, you know, all of these things that I just spoke about can help your dog, you know, avoid some of the issues that I've had with Chewy, right? You know, maybe it'll you know, keep keep you a little bit more aware at the barbecue that you're going to be at this weekend. And maybe you'll notice that your uncle is feeding your dog a burger or something. And maybe like that's not something that your dog can tolerate well. Or maybe, 
you didn't know about the sand thing. And maybe you're going to bring your dog to the beach this summer and you're going to notice that he's trying to eat sand and you're not going to let him. And and maybe, you know, y- your dog is going to be able to handle fireworks a little bit better because of what we've spoken about today. So with that being said, again, if you have anything in mind, anything that came to mind that you feel would be helpful, whether that's for dogs or cats or any other animal, let me know. I would love to explore it. So cannot wait to hear what you guys think about it. Can't wait to hear, you know, if you learned something, maybe you didn't know something that I spoke about today. Today. And I just really love hearing from you guys after these episodes. I love hearing what you think. I love hearing what's helpful for you. Even I love hearing what's not helpful for you, right? If there's something that you're like, eh, I'm not really crazy about that topic, just let me know, you know? Um, there might be someone out there that really loves that topic. Maybe you don't, but all the feedback is helpful and it helps me create a podcast and a community that you really feel connected to, that I feel really connected to. And, you know, I say it all the time, but I feel that when we all come together and we create a community that feels really amazing to all of us, that's how we can create this change. That's how we can, you know, make these changes in the sense of starting to buy animal cruelty-free products or maybe, you know, being a little bit kinder to your dog at barbecues and making sure that they're not overfed and, you know, being kinder to your dog by staying in on a Saturday night in the summer when you know that there's going to be fireworks because you know that your dog's going to be scared and you know that they'll feel better if you're sitting there with them and you have the TV maxed out and the fan on and you're wrapping them in blankets and they're there with you, right? So it's all these little things that we can put together, all these little steps that we can take and we all can come together to make this world so much more beautiful for them so thank you all so much for listening get ready for next week i have a really exciting interview coming up for you guys next week with my friend stephanie and i cannot wait to just continue this journey with you guys thank you so much for listening to the pups abilities podcast i hope it left you feeling ready to imagine the pups abilities and create your own beautiful impact in this world If you loved this episode, I would really appreciate it if you shared it to your Instagram and tagged Pups Abilities so that we can grow this community, spread awareness, and create massive changes for animals together. I'm sending you lots of love and inspiration to imagine the Pups Abilities, and I will talk to you soon.